This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The Bucks never stop here. You're listening to Green and Growing, hosted by Sparky Pfeiffer and Nathan Marzion. The other thing that I, I find interesting in this whole thing is Marjan Bochamp versus Pat Connaughton. I want to see how minutes are going to play for these two going forward. Because Marjan Bochamp there in the first half, he gave you some good minutes. He, I didn't think he'd come in that early. I didn't think they were going to put him on Max and go, go guard the dude. Like I, I didn't see that coming. So that tells me that Adrian Griffin and this staff, they trust him. They trust Marshawn Bochamp. And as much as Nathan and I were kind of like, eh, yeah, we'll see about Bochamp. Yeah, we'll see. Okay, maybe. Maybe we'll see how he goes. They clearly trust him more than we do at this point. There's no question. They trust Marjan Bochamp. And it's going to come down to, I think, between Bochamp and Pat Connaughton for legitimate minutes off of the bench this season because Bochamp came in early. And Pat Connaughton had that great block from behind uh, there at the end of the game. If you know me, you know I'm not a huge Pat Connaughton fan, right? He's a great hustle guy. Uh, other than that, he's erratic from outside. When he gets going, it's great, right? Then you love him. Uh, when he misses a couple, you know it's probably going to go that way for a majority of the night. Uh, so he's frustrating to me to watch. I get why he's out there, right? I, he's a glue guy. These guys all love playing with him. Lillard played with him. Giannis loves him. Bud loved him when he was the coach. So I get it. I understand. But if Marjan Bochamp, with his length, can provide good, solid defense, uh, and be that guy that can get out and run and, and provide some th- different stuff. I'm I'm good with it. Like I, you want to throw him in there and see what happens. I'm all for it. I got another one here, Sparky. I love Drew, but I don't think we win tonight with him on this team. Besides Damian Lillard, one thousand percent accurate, no question. And I tweeted it out uh, at some point during the game at Sparky Radio, and I said, guys, normally when Giannis struggles, this offense isn't very good, and they lose. And that was not the case tonight. Giannis was not great offensively, as we talked about to start this podcast. And yet the Bucs still were out in front at that point of that tweet. They were still up by like oh, six or eight or whatever it was when I tweeted that out. Now, eventually the Sixers came back and, and got the lead for a second. But for the most part, even with Giannis not having a great offensive night uh, at, at any stretch, really, uh, they were still able to overcome it and win it. And no, Drew Holiday's not going for 39 points in this game like this. Like, this is, again, like, if you all, and I know there are some Bucks fans that did not stay up and watch Damian Lillard on the Portland Trailblazers, right? How many people were watching Trailblazers games for the last 10 years? I don't know. Probably not a lot. And that's fine if 
if, if that is the case, that you weren't having a lot of people watching the uh, the Trailblazers. But this is what this dude is, man. I'm not saying he's going to get 39 every night, but what I am telling you is he is going to be the guy at the end of games. I promise you, he's going to be the guy. This is not going to be, and it better not ever be, Giannis dribbling the ball for five seconds, spotting the air out of the ball, and then deciding, here we go, and I'm running hard at the rim, trying to go through everybody. That's done. Like The ball will always be in Lillard's hands, regardless of the situation, to end a game every time when the game on the line. It has to be. Now, he can make the decision if he wants to drive and kick to somebody or what he wants to do. I trust Damian Lillard's decision on what he wants to do. Without question, I trust him. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Uh, Rainbow Trout says, why doesn't Giannis improve in the offseason? His shot is no better. Maybe it's worse. Yeah, I don't know. Look, I, I, I can't. I can't sit here and tell you that the man doesn't work because he does work. He works his tail end off. He talked to everybody over in that organization. He's the hardest working guy they've probably ever seen in their careers for most part. This dude works at huge high levels. Like Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant, these guys works at that high of a level. Now, you know, has he reached his ceiling? This is as good as he's going to get as far as shooting the basketball and all of that stuff. Maybe, maybe it is. I don't know, you know, how you get to the next level. I agree. It feels like he's kind of hit his ceiling as far as what that jump shot's going to be uh, kind of going forward. Because it really doesn't feel like it's changed much the last several years, right? Not that much. Without looking at percentages, just watching him, it doesn't appear it changed all that much. But that's okay because he can win and dominate games in other areas other than having to take a 15 or 18 foot jump shot or a three point shot. He can win games in other ways and still be a dominant player. And to me, you had him go work with Hakeem Olajuwon. I promise you, they did not work on. I, okay, I shouldn't say I promise. I wasn't there. I would assume that Hakeem Olajuwon was not showing him how to shoot a three-point shot the entire time they were working. Now, I would assume if you're going to work out with Hakeem Olajuwon that we are practicing playing with the ball in the post, learning a move here, learning a move there with my back to the basket, in double-team situations, what to do. They ran three dudes at him. He spun baseline, scored. Beautiful. Beautiful. That's what you want to see. Play, let Giannis play within 10, 12 feet of the of the hoop. That's where you want him to be. Personally, that's where I want him to be. Now, some of you who were mad at Jason Kidd for telling him not to shoot threes, maybe you still want him to shoot five to 10 threes and hope it works. I'm off that train, never been on that train, never wanted to that train to even start to begin with. But if you worked with Hakeem, now let me see what you've done. Let me see what you worked on. Let's give Giannis an opportunity to be that guy. Now, maybe they didn't want to do that tonight because Joel Embiid's out there and they didn't feel comfortable putting him in that situation. So maybe we see something of what he worked on with Hakeem at some point. 
But I would be interested in knowing what exactly you worked on as far as adding to your game or whatever the case was. Or was this a situation where you went and talked to to Hakeem and it was, yeah, some physical, but it was more the mental mental part of it and and learning different situations on the court and Hakeem was teaching you that type of stuff of what to look for. Maybe it was more of that than it was actually physical. Don't know, but I'd love to hear more uh, about that. Uh, let's